Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. An Erios production. everyone. How is everyone doing today? You guys, I've decided for today's episode, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to get in there and respond to some of these voicemails that you guys have been leaving on the hotline. So most of them are new. And then I just took one, two from from the old days, some of my favorite messages that you guys have left me that have really stuck with me. Thank you for calling the hotline. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I wanted today's episode to be about us because I have said this from the very beginning when I started doing this podcast, I felt like I finally found my people, my Brittany people. And I can't wait for all of you to hear each other's voices and you'll find that we are we are one. We are uh, we are a family. So I can't wait to talk to all of you. A couple of things I I want to say is the first is an apology. Last week's episode, I used the phrase "dickmatized" many times. I would say too many, and and you guys didn't think I used it too many times. You did note that I did say dickmatized a few times. And I just, I I went back and I listened and I was like, wow, Jen, so something's going on with me, you guys. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, no, I do know what. It's the J-Lo and Ben of it all. It really got me fired up. Again, I want to say, I don't think this should be a forever. I think it's a wonderful for right now. It's what we all need after the pandemic. And I'm really excited about it. And so far, it seems as though that they're still in their moment together. And all I can hear in my head is Adele's when we were young. This happens anytime a couple from before reconnect. That's the only thing I think of, especially when they're famous. Um, 
so when Selena and uh, Bieber got back together, I played that and and I and and listened to it in my car and thought of them. If Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling ever reunited, and they don't need to reunite romantically, I almost wish we could do a um, you know, like how they did for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and now they're doing for Friends. If we could do that for the Notebook, and then. If Ryan Gosling could pick Rachel McAdams up. Now, I know it's a little bit more complicated because they did date and now they're both married, children. So I don't know how the other partners feel about it. I wonder how I would feel about that. Like, would I want Van to get together if he were in a blockbuster movie that also turned into a real life romance. Would I want him to reconnect with that ex-girlfriend? I'm running through it and I think the answer is probably no. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It might be too much for everyone, but God, can you imagine? That would be a jolt unlike this this world has ever seen, certainly the entertainment industry, much more than Britney and Justin. Like I don't have any desire for the two of them to get together and sit down. Well, actually, I do. I would love that sit down. That would be wonderful. We could get that on camera because also Brittany doesn't care. Like we care. I care. Brittany doesn't care. She's cool with everyone because she's a magical, magical creature. Wow, guys, the Friends reunion, though. Have you have you looked at this? Have you looked at the trailer? Oh, God, I was sobbing. I was sobbing. Oh, it reminded me of me and my friends from college. I saw my friends from college the other night and I was sitting there and that was a real these are my people moment. I was like, God, I've known them since I was 18 years old and I love them even more than I did then. And it's just, oh God, you know when you're just with your people and you're like, oh my God, I love you all so much. And we just had such such a great laugh together and we all make fun of each other. And we all then, you know, build each other up and we just all like we've been together through all of it. I can't believe that our one friend Jill was in from New York um, and then and then the rest of us, we all live here. And I was even driving over to my friend Dan's house and I was like, I can't believe Dan lives 10 minutes away from me as adults. It's just like it's an amazing thing. It's like when I realized that my friend Theodore and I, we met because of the podcast and we both live in Laurel Canyon and we're both obsessed with Britney Spears. And I was like, I have done everything right in life. Like this is working out just as it should. And it's having those moments and those realizations where you're like, you pat yourself on the back and you're like, yeah, Jen, we're doing this thing. It's all okay. And on that note of we're all okay, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I feel as though it is important to uh, take a moment and to recognize that, uh, especially after the year each and every one of us have had. You know, I'm sure each of you listening have had your moments, even if you were richly blessed during this. You know, you had shelter, you were safe, you um, uh, were employed, you, you know, you were with, you weren't alone, you were with a family member, um, and, you know, you had your health during this. Uh, still, it was, you know, we were all adjusting to and learning about something I just never thought any of us would experience. And coming out of this time, or not coming out of it, but um, you know where we're, we're all at. You know, I don't, I, I, I can't really fully process it all. I am fully processing it. Um, 
in my own time. I just think it's an important thing to note. Um, and I'm sending everyone so much love. And I think it's also important to note, especially after the Britney doc came out on Hulu and, you know, in response to what we as a culture and media and how that might have uh, affected our our sweet, our loving, our very royal Britney Spears, princess of pop. So just wanted to take a moment to say that. And then also, you guys, I have another connection with Britney now, and that is because her boyfriend, Sam, has been cast on Black Monday. And I worked on Black Monday, and so I feel, I feel connected. And I know that that cast is going to wrap their loving, talented arms around Sam, and they're going to guide him and gracefully open the door and welcome him into the, the world of making television. I'm so excited. Now, I know he's worked before, but this seems like, I mean, he's working with the the big guns. You know, this is like, this is this is the real deal. We're talking Andrew Reynolds, who is literally, it's like staring into the sun. Something happened to me when I saw him in person. And I was like, I have been I have been touched. I've been blessed by something much bigger than myself. And it feels like everyone feels that way when they are around him. Casey Wilson, I mean, my God. It's just like the greatest cast on Cheadle. I mean, icon. You know, it's just like the list goes on and on. So I'm very excited for Sam, and I can't wait to to watch him on the show. So it's I feel connected to him. I mean, now Brittany's going to watch. Does this mean, will Brittany go back and watch all of Black Monday? And will maybe she see me and something will happen inside her and she'll be like, that person, that gal, she should be my friend. I don't know, wishful thinking. Let's set an intention. You never know. Okay, without further ado, let's get into some of these voicemails. God, I love each and every one of you. All right, here we go. You still look like a movie. You still sound like a soul. My God, this reminds me of when we were young. Let me photograph you in this light in case it is the last time that Just like a soul. I love this so much. Hi, Jen. My name is Ken. I need to talk about Brittany, and I've been needing to talk about Brittany so bad. Um, so my grandmother lives in the Deep South, and she is from where Brittany is from and where some of Brittany's family still lives. Um and I just went to visit her for the first time since COVID and had the best time catching up. And uh, basically, my Nana, she's in her 80s, but she's such a great sport. She did a full-on Britney pilgrimage meet with me. We went to the Britney Museum, which is just like a little rundown shack in the middle of Kentwood, basically, with her whole bedroom in there, like in a glass case. Like, you can like touch all of her stuff. Um, it was crazy. She, every single person who grew up around Britney, um, like I met people who babysat Britney, 
and people who cooked for Brittany. We'd go to Brittany's favorite restaurant that she uh, modeled the one in New York that she opened forever ago after. And there's pictures of her. Every restaurant you go to, just stopping in after she hit it big. It's so cool to see everywhere you go. Everyone's got a story about how cool she is and how great her family is. And they were all so excited to talk to me. And, oh, my God, I got to deliver flowers to Miss Felicia Collada with my Nana's blessing. She posted them on Instagram. It was truly the best time of my life. Um, I could go on forever, but I love you so much. Thank you for making such a great show. I've had some wine, so don't judge me. Um, I love you, and we should go to Kentwood. Bye. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This is how I want to re-enter the world after this pandemic. I want to go see my Nana, who's in her 80s, put her in a car, and go to the homeland of Brittany, go to the museum, meet her people. This is amazing. What a way to reconnect with your Nana. Oh my God, I love that her bedroom is in a glass case, which honestly I think is um, is kind of the reality in which Brittany has been living uh, since, you know, Mickey Mouse Club. So that seems right as rain to me. Uh, I can't believe that you did this. I love this more than anything. I uh, I gotta go. I have to go to Brittany's hometown of Kentwood, Louisiana. I have to I have to get there. And my husband is from New Orleans. So this is I, I've talked to him. We've mapped it out. It's only an hour drive from uh, from New Orleans. So I think that the next time I go to visit Van's family, we should take a day and go. Maybe I'll put my in-laws in the car. You know, guys, when I when I first married Van. We went to his childhood home for Christmas. And so this is my first Christmas spending with Van's family. And you know what I did? I did what any gal would do. I invited a friend who was traveling across country in an RV pre-pandemic. So she was way ahead of the curve uh, to come and park her RV in their driveway and spend Christmas with us. (laughs) And it turned out great. They were very welcoming. um, But... I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm always just like the more the merrier. And I don't really check in with everyone to see how they feel about that. And maybe that's something that I've learned during the pandemic, because now you definitely want to check in with people. How are we feeling? Do we want a lot of people? Are we there yet? Also, just like, do you like spending time with a lot of people? Or would you prefer one-on-one? You know, what kind of family memories are we going to make together? But boy, oh boy, it sounds like you figured it out. By getting together with Nana. Gosh, love this for you. All right, next voicemail. Hey, Jen. So I'm listening to the episode with Jake and Matt, and I'm at the part where you guys are talking about how horrible they were to the airplane guy on the toxic video. And I just have a little fun fact for you in case you did not know, or I'm sure probably someone has told you by this point, but that guy is Jack in Virgin River, if you haven't that on Netflix and I like freaked out when I saw him and me and my friend were like why is he so familiar why is he so familiar and we did a lot of digging and figured out that he Jack and the airplane guy are one in the same okay love you bye I did not know 
that Jack from Virgin River is the handsome guy in the Britney Spears toxic video. I did not know this. And so last night, I touched down on Virgin River. My sister's really into Virgin River. My sister right now is into some programs that really just settle the nervous system. This is a new genre. I like to call these folding laundry shows. Like, it's just a soothing, we are here, we're feeling entertained. There's a touch of romance Nothing too high stakes, nothing that's going to take my blood pressure into a handmaid's tale zone. Do you know what I'm saying? So Virgin River is one of these shows. I watched just maybe like five to seven minutes last night and I fell asleep, which is exactly what it's supposed to do when you're tired and have had a long day. You know what I mean? It's supposed to bring that down. And then you start it up again the next night, get through another five to seven minutes and fall asleep. This is the the point of these shows. They're excellent. This is not to say that they are not great. This is, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So Virgin River is one of these. I would say there's also like the, the fancier version of these shows. That would be like a younger. That would be like, um, let's see. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. You know what else is in this genre? Have you watched Ginny and Georgia? Loved that show so much. I started to rewatch it immediately after finishing that show. So yeah, Jenny and George's in this, Virgin River, there's Sweet Magnolias. But yeah, I would say Younger's a fancier version of this. There's also, oh gosh, my sister watched another one of these. Oh, what's the one? This is an older, so this might be like one of the more original versions of this show uh, where Rachel Bilson plays a heart, heart of Dixie. My sister got into that one. Um, so yeah. These are these kinds of shows. There was a show called Men in Trees that I really, really liked with Anne Heche. And she ends up, she's a a writer and she ends up moving to Alaska, I think by chance, not really by choice. Her plane breaks down and she's on her book tour and she ends up deciding to stay. And there's just so many men there and not a lot of women. And she's single. And I believe, was it Jenny Bix? who wrote on Sex in the City, she created this show. So it's like, you know, it's it's great. I, I now see exactly why I like this show. I'm forever boy crazy. So I was happy for Anne Heche that she got to go. And I think she ended up meeting her husband there. And that's the guy who she ended up falling in love with. Anyways, I love these shows. So I'm going to get in to Virgin River. So I thank you for for letting me know that this guy has a Britney connection. Very handsome man. He was also on Grey's Anatomy. Very handsome man. I loved it. All right. Hi, Jen. I am such a huge fan of your podcast. I love your energy. Like, I've been listening to it since the beginning. Um, I just adore you and everything that you bring to the show. I am from here in LA and I just wanted to random thought. I really, I'm currently, I'm collecting all of the Britney vinyls and I just bought the Britney self-titled vinyl from Urban Outfitters. They have these exclusive vinyls. I'm kind of using that, like buying them as collectibles and I truly, I know Blackout is my favorite album from Britney, but I truly feel that the Britney era, that third album was Britney 
at her prime. In her prime, she was doing the Pepsi commercials. She had the best hair during that era. I went to go see her twice, Dream Within a Dream Tour. I was probably 11 years old or 12, 11 or 12, but it was the best experience of my life. Paris Hilton was sitting right behind me. And I just want to talk about that era in general. I just keep thinking about, like, I stay up on YouTube watching these videos, and I love the layered on layers of, like, her hair. It wasn't too long, and it was just, like, an overgrown bob, like, even in the Slave For You video. The bangs, the... I know that you guys talked about the extensions and the Dream Within the Dream Tour, but... I think those extensions work so well for her hair flip. That's when her hair flips were the best. There was so much attitude in her hair because of those extensions. And I and because of that cut. And it wasn't too long, so it just flowed perfectly. Also, I remember I got a J14 magazine around that time, and I know you guys talked about the costumes for the Vegas show, and I remember reading about that same day they stole um, Britney's outfits. They stole, like, her costume. So a lot of those, like, costumes that she wore for that concert, that HBO special, were kind of improvised for that same day because a lot of her stuff was stolen. But I just think that's her best era. The Pepsi, she gave us the Pepsi commercials. She gave us the greatest performance, which was the Slay for You BMAs. She gave us Crossroads. She truly gave us so much. And I'm so glad you have this hotline. And I'm so glad you talk about this because even when I have my anxiety and panic attacks, there's two things that calm me down. I know this is actually three, and it's just so weird, but. I was having like this anxiety attack the other day, too much social anxiety now since I've been quarantined, but Britney Spears' performances always calm me down, or just even having the Kardashians in the background or the Real Housewives. So it's just those three that I always go to in the middle of a panic or anxiety attack, watch a Britney Spears, anything, music video, performance, MTV Diary, and I calm down. Thank you so much. I could not agree with you more that during Britney's third album, which is entitled Britney, that was that was peak Britney. That to me is, I, I mean, I understand, yes, Blackout, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, is probably her best album. Toxic was her best song, not from the album Britney, but the Britney era. That time was a very special moment in time. It was the in-between of, you know, pre-9-11 and then post-9-11 when the album came out and the tour, she was on tour. So it's like the tour was already made. So we were, as a culture, in this interesting time. There's just something about Britney's third album. Yes, I mean, we had the Pepsi commercials, like her entire look. This was... Uh, uh, rock hard abs, Britney, not a, an ounce of anything other than muscle 
on her body, dating Justin. It was just, it was a magical, magical moment. And couldn't agree with you more about the hair, the extensions, the bangs. I mean, the one thing I I do disagree with you about, though, is that you said that I'm a slave for you was her best VMA's performance. And I disagree. I've said this once. I'll say it again, that if someone said, Jen, we need to erase every Britney image memory from your mind, a la eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, I, and you can only get one memory, we'll, we'll leave you with one, what would you like? And I would say, I would want the VMA's performance of Can't Get No Satisfaction into Oops, I Did It Again, because I truly believe that nothing can top that. It, it's not even like in looking at Britney as a whole that that she never topped that. It's just like any pop star, I would maybe give something to Janet. Not even, not even, well, no, as a whole, I, I mean, Beyonce's Homecoming. I've been revisiting that a lot throughout the past year and it's it's just a beautiful, perfect piece of art. It's incredible. So maybe that, but God, as just like a performance, that performance, definitely the best performance out of anyone who's ever performed at the VMAs, hands down. That's just my thought, though. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. Please call me, though. Call the hotline. Let's battle it out. Let's battle it out. But I mean, give me something more iconic than that. I just don't even think the snake around the neck can do it. I just, I don't think it can. I don't think it can. But I appreciate her effort to um, to heighten. You know, she brought in an animal. You know, she then... You know, the next year, she tried to top it by kissing Madonna. Like, she always gave it her all. But I think nothing was as pure as that performance. Hey, Jennifer. First of all, I'm loving the podcast so much. I'm savoring the episodes. I had to make myself not listen to one last night because I had listened to the first four right in a row. Um, I wrote a book of poems about Britney Spears. It's called Britlet. And so I just wanted to put one on the voicemail because I'm so obsessed that Oops, I Did It Again, it's turning um, 20 next month. So here's one of the poems from the book, Britney Spears Watches CNN. And licks the gristle off a drumstick while photos from a recent earthquake in Myanmar flash across the television. Where is Mart? she asks. And I don't know how to tell her of its complicated political climate, of the savory rice noodles and fish soup, repressed people under military regime, monks, bright robes, and silent prayers, or its real name, Burma, and a long Buddhist history fused with growing Islamic sentiment. The correspondent cuts to another story. Britney Spears at it again, drugs and sex, just another night in Beverly Hills for our former masketeer. Brittany grabs a chicken wing, and I don't know how to tell her. You can't believe everything they say. So I hope you like it. I'd send you a copy of the book if you'd like. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for bringing so many lovers of Brittany together. You're awesome. Can't wait to hear more. Bye. Now, this one I enjoy because it is good to know that there is someone out there who loves Britney Spears 
and is crazy enough to dedicate a lot of time thinking about and talking about her more than myself. So I love this guy. I love what you're doing. An entire book, an entire book of poems about Britney Spears. When you said you called it Britlet, it did give me uh, a chill that ran down my spine, though, because I went to Emerson College where I was a, an acting major. So truly, my first semester, uh, I came home and like the only thing I learned was how to do a backward somersault. And I was graded on this. Okay, I was graded on this. So there were very few classes where I had to use the old brain power. I mean, this is why there were a few other schools like I wanted to go to Fordham so badly. I wanted to go to Fordham with every fiber of my being. And I did not get in. And this was this was no shock to me because it is a Jesuit education. And you had to take you had to take all the courses and all like all you had to take all the stuff. You had to be a real, there was no way I would have been able to get through that. No, no fucking way. Um, and the only serious course that I had to take while at Emerson was British literature. And I mean, I passed that thing by the skin of my teeth. And at that time, I was dating my my college boyfriend, Dan Bavacqua, still a dear friend. And... and <laughs> He got me through that. He he's a novelist. He is a he's a he is a brilliant brilliant man. And this was he was a writing literature and publishing major and and we were both in this class together and um and thank God, thank God at the time he was falling in love with me because I mean, I would not have gotten through it without his help. I, I just <laughs> I just started breaking out in a sweat when I heard you say Brit Lit. Wait, speaking of though, guys, I have a great book recommendation. Right before the pandemic, Dan Bavacqua, this brilliant man who helped me get through British literature, had his first novel published and it's called Molly Bit. And it is so good. It is so good. I devoured this thing. I was like, just, I'm so excited for him. But it's an amazing book. Uh, so go get Molly Bit, and also go. Did did this man leave his uh, his name? All right, wait, I'm looking. Brit Lit. So look up Brit Lit, a book of poems about Britney Spears on the internet. I wonder if we can find this man, and we can support him and and read poems about Britney Spears. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Jen. My name is Oscar, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. I want to say I really love the podcast. I'm a new listener, so I got to catch up on some old episodes, but I really love what I'm hearing so far. And I wanted to share something with you, I, especially because every time I hear the song, it makes me think about this. But as I said, I live in Atlanta. I grew up in New Jersey. Um, my parents had brought me to Atlanta when I was 15 years old. Needless to say, it was a very difficult move for me. It was a very dark time in my life at first, um, you know, leaving your friends behind that I've made all my life and starting completely fresh. Uh, so this would have been July 2003. I remember In The Zone came out, I want to say November of that year. And um, and I got that boom, boom. There's that line where she says, this is for all all the Southern boys out there. It sounds so stupid, but it really helped me in a weird way. Like, I was like, wow, I'm I'm Southern. I'm Southern now. (laughs) Um, But I feel like she's helped me so much through her music but that particular moment just always stands out just because every time I hear that song. Um, but yeah, I love Brittany. I hope you continue doing this podcast. Have a good one. I love this. I got that boom, boom, made you feel seen, made you feel like, yes, you are a Southern boy. If you feel it, then you are it. And Brittany made you feel that way. I love this. I always love that song. And again, I've been boy crazy since day one, so I always felt very flirty when this song came on. I remember dancing in my car to this song a lot. Um, and then just when the the banjos hit, is that what that is? Are those banjos at the beginning of that after she says, this is for all them Southern boys out there? And I ended up marrying a Southern boy. So maybe Brittany planted that seed in my head. So we have this in common. Brittany has a way of, of, of communicating and like getting us in the right direction, making us feel seen and making us go out and find our partners. So she never, she never stops amazing me. You know, she never stops ceasing to amaze me. Brittany, we love you. Wait, hi, I'm actually like losing my mind right now because I just had to stop the Brittany Jean episode in the middle of it and call in because I too pulled my groin at a wedding because I was dancing too hard, too toxic. Like I was, it was like the epitome of like being 32 and too gay to function. And it was, yeah, I also couldn't drive. Craziest thing. You, I, I realized I couldn't drive when I was driving because I had to like lift my hand up under my knee to pull it up to like switch pedals and was like, ugh. turns out I think that's like the adductor tendon that we sprained. I don't know. I went to physical therapy. It was a mess. But how crazy. All right. Uh, It's Brittany Rich. Bye. This is my favorite all-time message that has ever been left on the hotline. This is where all things come together. It's like a full circle moment. You are not wrong. You are very correct. It was uh, our adductors. Uh, that were both injured. I love that you knew because you had to lift your leg up and realize 
like something is not right. You hurt yourself on the dance floor. I think this is from, yes, I was talking about Brittany Jean with Mary Holland on the podcast. And at that time, I went to a wedding and I drove and, or I couldn't drive. Yes. And Van drove because I had injured myself so badly. I thought it was just like a light groin pole. I ran too fast on a treadmill. Ends up, I completely tore this ligament or it was like almost completely torn. And thank God I didn't have to have surgery, but I still feel it. This was from like two years ago, maybe even longer. I think it might've been. And I was on a very long journey. So I wish I had a much better story. I wish my story was yours, that I was dancing too hard to toxic on the dance floor. That is so iconic. I I know you had to go to physical therapy. Oh, but I went to physical therapy and it ended up being, I mean, I hated being injured. I hated being out of the physical game for a year, for an entire year. And it was, and then the year after that, I was rebuilding strength and working out super hard at Orange Theory um, and and God, then I got in such good shape and then the pandemic hit and now I have a, a flat ass, but I'm still fabulous. But uh, But yeah, physical therapy ended up being just an absolute joy. I loved it. Shout out to Elite Ortho Sport in Santa Monica. For whatever reason, I drove to Santa Monica because, oh, I heard that they had this great therapy called Game Ready, which is you wrap your whatever injured part of your body is and it just kind of like lightly, like uh, it, it's like a compression and it goes like in and out and it's filled with cold water. So if you are need to ice for any injury, it's like it being super iced and it would help. It was incredible. And so that's why I went there. But then I ended up meeting Melody, my my physical therapist, who just ended up being one of my best friends. <laughs> and I miss her so much. And now my husband injured himself and he gets to go and see Melody. And I'm always like, oh, how was Melody? Did you see her today? He's like, no, she wasn't there. Or yeah, she was. She says hi. But I'm like, oh, gosh, I just I want to get back there. I loved like meeting people. Guys, here's the thing. I love going into an environment that I'm not normally in and meeting all the characters, sussing out the the general energy of the place. What are the relationships like there? What, you know, what is the, just like what what's going on in there? For example, when I went to Atlanta recently and went there to be with my writing partner, Heather McMahon, in the project we're working on, there is a scene in her country club. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go. She was like, let's go to the country club. So I was like, great. This is fantastic. I'm really excited. And it starts out where she tells me, you can't wear, you can wear jeans, but you can't wear jeans that are ripped. And I'm like, okay, great. So I already love knowing that there are like rules in place. And we walk in and it was incredible. One, all of the women are just so, so put together and they're all in like Lily Pulitzer or like, like just like cute little white jeans with, you know, the sandal that comes up like the center of your foot and like the gold, like just like, like the gold round earrings and just like perfectly manicured nails and 
their hair is all in place and just like very put together. And there's a version of that also from in upstate New York where I'm from, like in the Albany area, where it's like an adjacent look to what I'm describing. But it's definitely its own thing. And like everyone who like saw Heather, they'd be like, hi, Heather. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in another world. And just like walking by, some of the members have wine lockers and and then some of them like so we'll have like very expensive bottles of wine in their wine lockers and then some of them like as a joke put in like cans of like PBR and stuff like that it's or like two buck chuck and as we moved through the bar like right away Heather introducing me to people and and then we go sit down and then this other family that she grew up with came over and I came home from that night and I felt so alive And it wasn't just the tequila soda I had had or the club pour. I mean, that's the other thing. The country club pour, you order a glass of wine. It was it was at least three glasses of wine in one glass of wine. It was incredible. And just like the club food and like sitting on a golf course. And and I came home and I said to her, I'm so jazzed up. I loved every single second of this. If someone right now was like Jen. Would you like to get on a plane and fly to Atlanta and go to this country club and meet these people and and drop into this world that you know nothing about or get on a plane and go to Greece on a vacation? I would choose Atlanta, going to the country club and popping into this world. And I don't care. You know, before it'd be like, oh, do do I? It's like, no, that's my choice. That's my choice. That's where I would want to go because I love meeting people in their weird world. I don't want to live there. This isn't like, okay, I want this for my life. But I love dropping in. I love asking questions. I love like, I love jumping into the conversation. Like I freaking love it. God, I love it. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Speaking of worlds, I love Guys, I love this world. I love talking about Brittany. I love that she brings us all together. She's just a magical, magical creature. And whether or not she's writing those Instagram posts herself, and whether or not her lawyer is doing all that he possibly can to get her out of this godforsaken conservatorship with her dad, I still, I love her and I love us and I love that we come together. I love that we're our own dysfunctional family who have different opinions and thoughts on Brittany. But at the end of the day, what brings us together is being a fan. And God, being a fan is fun. It's fun to love something. It's fun to go to a place and we're all together and we're singing the songs and all the energy is moving towards her on that stage and it's bringing up memories inside of us and it's creating new memories when we're at the concerts and we're with our friends. And God, I know this world is is changing, but I think that the one thing that will remain is just pop stars coming in and hopefully we don't screw them up by loving them as much as we do I mean, we're talking the Olivia Rodrigo's, the Lords, the Billie Eilish. You know, guys, I watched the Billie Eilish doc and now I feel differently. You know, I wasn't so into Billie and then I watched this and and now I have a very deep appreciation. And I also just like love, I love teenagers when my sister and I ran our summer camp for all those years. I just like, I 
I love like knowing, you know, what they're into and what they're thinking and, um, and never it being like, Oh, you don't know anything about the world yet. And da da da. it's like, they're so free and they're in this perfect moment of, um, pure, it's just like this, um, they're just about to just like, like rocket ships about to take off. And I feel like there's a lot of knowledge in there and it's like fun and ridiculous and amazing. And, um, and then watching Billie Eilish with her parents, guys, when, when she got her license, she's like the biggest pop star in the world. But then her dad's like, okay, take the car. And she took off to go to her boyfriend's house, a boyfriend they'd never met before. Oh God. Oh God. And she was on the highway and her mom was like, oh God, she just left. Do you guys remember the first time you got in a car? Speaking of also Olivia Rodrigo and driver's license. And that's why that song I think made us all feel all the feels. The first time driving a car by yourself. I'll never forget mine. My parents have a lake house. I was up at the lake house and that's where I took my driver's test because there was only one stoplight in the whole town. So it was like a, you know, a sure thing that you were going to pass. Also, I'm a great driver. Even at 16, I was like decent. I was like solid. And so I get my license and I'm like, I'm going to Albany. I got to go see, I got to go see my friends. I got to go to Megan's house. And so my, my mom was like, great. And my mom was, oh, they were, my parents were so, so supportive of autonomy and independence. Also, guys, did this ever occur to you that the word autonomy and then think of automobile I mean, of course, we feel our most autonomous when we're behind the wheel of a car on our own, living our lives. Also, then this just brings me back to Brittany. Just let her drive a car, even though we don't know if she's a good driver. And all signs are pointing to Brittany's not a good driver, but that isn't why she shouldn't be driving a car. I think it's just maybe more she like stops really quick. She's like one of those. And I think she likes she's got the need for speed. You know what I mean? But I think that. uh, Oh, wait. Okay. So I remember my mom was like, go for it, drive to Albany. And I remember when I finally got to Albany, which now I'm like in a city. And I was like, this is crazy. I don't know if I should be allowed to like be on a highway because I had only done it a handful of times. And here I was by myself. And this is also way before GPS. So I'm just driving, I'm just driving on a highway. I did have a car phone I had my because it was my mom's car and she had a giant car phone where you had, to, you had to press down on either side and then rip it up really aggressively. And it had the wire. It was like a phone inside of a car. It was like an old school phone. Oh, gosh, those were the days. Nothing's better than driving. It always comes back to Brittany driving. More than that, it always comes back to Brittany. All right, guys. Love you all. I love you all. And God, don't we all love Brittany Spears. Talk About Britney is an Erios podcast. It is produced by Maria Blasucci. And if you need to talk about Britney, the We Need to Talk About Britney hotline is here. Just call 814-277-3277. Our phone lines are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because sometimes you just need to talk about Britney. Thanks, guys.
powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.